Hello Rockers and Mercurians, it's Rock Mercury and welcome to the Rock Mercury Podcast. Today's topic is about validation and why you don't need the validation, um, the unnecessariness of it and how to unlock and free yourself from the necessity for validation. Um, thanks. This, this episode was brought to you by... <laughs> Uh, my pops, Ganja Funk. So make sure you guys follow him, Ganja F U N K. Um, he's awesome. I'm sure he'll be on here soon. Um, but yeah, he we we're talking about that talking about that recently, and we we're just like, you know, people would be stuck in this validation world, and it's it's just very toxic to need that from anyone. Like you really block yourself and block your possibilities in life um, because of that that simple concept. And a lot of us are enslaved by it. I know even myself, I've been enslaved by it for years, but we're going to talk about that, um, and we're going to eat this delicious, I'm going to eat this meal. It's um, my salad, you know my normal, I've been eating this, I've been like, I'm liking this kind of style, I'm going to mix it all together, but I want to show you guys the separate stuff in there first, so I have cherry tomatoes, I have arugula, hemp seeds on top, sage, all kind of good um, toasted herbs, deliciousness, um, red onion, life. Um, burrow bananas over there, amaranth right over here, like ancient grain amaranth with all types of um, deliciousness there, and some key lime. Key lime popping off. You got the seeds in there. Let me see, give you a better key lime so you can really see this key lime action over here. I love the key lime. Um, so we got some the key lime on there, and I'm going to mix it all together. First, I'm going to squeeze these key limes on there as we're chatting about um, about validation. So let me read these comments first. I know that some comments came through. Hey, T. Brown, good to see you too. Thank you for coming through. Um, Rita, hey, Rita. Oh, my God, every time you write it, write it says, hi, Rick. Your, your, your um, autocorrect auto is a mess. Um, but good to see you, Rita. Just says looks good it is it's gonna be really good i'm excited to eat this today i'm already having my tea this morning my guaco tea from bilingo balance so i've let it like sit for over an hour you know drink it like an hour ago while i was cooking so um i'm excited to jump into this meal and get on down but um but validation so what does what does validation mean let's let's get our co-host in here a co-host siri so she could tell us the definition of validation Hey, Suri, what's the definition of validation? Validation means the action of checking or proving the validity or accuracy of something. Okay, is that it? Oh, how about the next? Uh, read the next one. Read the next validations. Uh, 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 hold on. There. Dang it. Hold on. Hey, Suri. What is the definitions of validation? Validation means the action of checking or proving the validity or accuracy of something. Read next about definition. There's nothing to read. Ah, doggone it. Oh, wait. Well, all right. Well, there's some other things on there that I said. I want to find one more time. One more time, you guys. Sorry. Because I want to read the other ones. Always eating this food. Okay, I'm gonna go ahead and block this person because I don't like when people say idiotic things. Let me go ahead and block them. I don't need the validation, so I'll block and mute them. Um, perfect. 
Okay, cool. Um, one more time, you guys. I'm sorry. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have Suri read it one more time, and I'm going to read the other ones under it. Hey, Suri, what's the definition of validation? Validation means the action of checking or proving the validity or accuracy of something. All right, the next one is the action of making or declaring something legally or officially acceptable. And then the next, the last one is recognition or affirmation that a person or their feelings or opinions are valid or worthwhile. That's the big one. That's the one I wanted Suri to read, but she wasn't, she's only reading the first one because she's being really lazy today. You may have to fire Suri. You may have to get on that Google Assistant Cortana life because Suri's over here slacking, you know? Um, I don't need her validation, so I may have to just fire her. But let's see. So one more time, it says recognition, validation, recognition, or affirmation that a person or their feelings or opinions are valid or worthwhile. That's the part I want to focus on. Other validations, uh, whatever, you know, probably for more of items or concepts or something like that. But the, like, the idea of you needing someone else to approve that your feelings are worthwhile or valuable or worthwhile um that is the part that we are need to delete internally we need to like really shift out of that mindset and leave it to the wayside because these people like there's nobody who even should have that kind of power over you to be able to tell you what's worthwhile of your opinions or your or your experience in life there's no one that's that should have that kind of power over you at all. Like, what is the reason that we're giving people these powers? Um, and I just think it's important to, like, think about that. Or what is it that you're holding yourself back from because you feel like somebody hasn't validated that you're good at this? Let's say you want to be a pop star or something, and nobody, and nobody told you that you're, you can do that. You haven't been validated by the industry or your family or anyone around you, you're like, nobody's, nobody validated that for you. So you're like, oh gosh, like, um, I must not be able to do this because they're telling me I can't do this and you can't do this and you can't do that. So I need a refund, get a send that, you know, like, no. Validation can be so toxic. It's going to be so 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 toxic so unnecessary it's already unnecessary like it's it's just something that's very biased and if you live your life seeking validation you're missing out on so much of the beauty that can exist for you you're just missing out on all of the all of the like exponential possibilities that are available in life because you're just so worried about like the fear of not being validated the necessity of being validated before you take a step forward. That's why some people say like, oh, thanks, like somebody, you're like, oh, you're really good at that. You're really, oh, thanks so much. Um, thanks so much. I like, I really needed to hear that. I really needed to hear that, you know? And it's just like, it's just so weird that somebody would, would like even need, like I really, I really need to hear that to make, to make my, um, to be able to go forward to do what I need to do. I really need to hear what you just said like that. Oh, that makes me feel validated. Like, what? You need to, you need to hear somebody else tell you, um, you need to hear somebody else tell you that what you're thinking already 
is worthy enough to continue or what you're doing is like oh it's good enough now thanks to this person telling me like i don't care like they say give you your flowers while you're here and stuff like i don't even i don't even care about your flowers i'm living my life i'm doing me you either like it or you don't keep it moving or you know it doesn't validation can lock you into that like for you to need that approval or like oh that applause or i live for the applause the applause the applause i live for the applause blah, blah, for the you know like to live for the applause. And I know that that song was kind of a parody on needing to live for applause. You know, it was just very, it's where well, some people really do live for that. Some people really do live for that. And the funny thing about it is Gaga does live for applause, even though that's her song. And she's like making fun of it. Give me the thing that I love. Tell me right now. You know, they need, they need that applause to feel like they're doing something worthwhile. Um, they need it to say like oh society approves of this society it's like what's the point you know like what's the point of that of a person like if a person needs to tell you that then like are you really living your free life or are you living it for someone else you know that's like kind of weak in a way or a big way to require that it puts you in a weakened space instead of doing what you love to do not caring who cares, who sees it, whatever, live your life. That's real freedom. The second you need validation, you become almost like a, a slave in a way of that person. You become enslaved by their validation and whether they are going to approve of what you do. And, you, and it changes the things you would naturally choose in life. And that's the part that I'm just feeling like we need to break out of. You gotta break out of that mindset. Because if we don't, you're never gonna be able to live and do what you actually wanna do. And you can waste so much time in your life and then all you're gonna do is sit on your deathbed with nothing but regrets. You know? All kind of regrets. It's like, dang it, I wish I did this. But then, if you thought about why you didn't do that, it's always because, well, somebody would've thought this, or my mother would've thought this, or. My friends would have thought this about me, or this, or this, or, you know, or even the stories we tell after, afterwards, the stories that we tell ourselves about an event, like, oh, I wore this, but nobody liked this, and I didn't get any compliments, and, you know, imagine wearing something just to get a compliment. I got a compliment yesterday, like, I was wearing a jacket, and somebody was like, oh, nice, that's a really great jacket. Okay, thanks. You know, I gave them a thanks and kept moving. It didn't affect my day like that. I'm talking about it because it was just a moment. And they felt like, you know, they were going to tell me that. That's fine. Great. Thanks. But does it change me? Does it be like, oh, wow, I'm that B now. I'm that B. I don't care if I made that jacket myself. And I do make jackets. I have a lot of clothes that I design on rockmercury.com. Check it out if you'd like to check it out. Link in the bio. Um, but even if I made the jacket myself, that doesn't change my value. Because that person was like, oh, I like it. I like this. It's like, it's sweet. It's not nothing wrong with that. I'm thinking it's, it's nice to get a compliment or whatever, but it's, I don't need it. I would still felt like that B, I'm that one, I'm that guy before the compliment and after the compliment. You know, my style, it doesn't matter. It's, you know, it's cute, thanks, whatever. It's, it's cute to like show appreciation, that's fine. But I don't need it. I don't need it, like that person validation. If they said, if the same person was like, that's the ugliest jacket I've ever seen in my life, I'd be like, okay, bye. You know, I wouldn't even respond to it. I'd look at them and keep walking. You know, because they were positive, I even responded. But that doesn't mean I needed it. That doesn't mean I cared. And that kind of way of like, where it changed if I'm gonna wear that jacket more or if I'm, you know, gonna be walking my chest out more and be like, yeah, I'm that B, yeah, I'm confident now. No, I've been confident. 
I'm confident no matter what because I don't look for the validation. But some people, if they got told, ooh, that, that dress is too short and you look too big in that dress, you look too that, then they're just immediately distraught. You know, they're just completely distraught by what they've heard from people. Like, they're just like, they're like, oh gosh, like, they didn't like me and I look too this and I'm not wearing this ever again and I got this. If you like that dress, I don't care if everybody tells you, you, you look like trash in that dress. If every person you walk by says that, you better wear that dress again the next week or whenever you want to wear it again. You better let it be, live your life because you like it. You know, who cares what they're saying? They can, they can all be fashion. They can all be stylists. You know, there's times where people, like, in war times, you know, where everybody agreed on atrocious things. They agreed on atrocious realities, saying that certain people deserve certain terrible, like, penalties just for being themselves. You know, to be attacked or to be, you know, just, oh, just to be accosted. Like, they tell them, like, and then the whole, the whole society agrees with it. Is that, does that mean it's right? Just because they all agree with it? No. If you know that's not right, then, you know, why do you need the validation to like, oh, yeah, well, I have to think the same way, too. It's that shepherd, that shepherd, um, sorry, the sheep, the sheep herd type of mindset. Like that herd mindset. It's just so toxic to be stuck in that space. Like you don't need to like or care about what other people like or have them approve what you want to do. It's just something that it takes it takes a while to get out of. For me, it took being within a very abusive partner who continuously had to belittle me because he thought that that was the power he had. Because some people live with so much um so much necessary uh, necessity for validation that he that does work for some people he's able to do his exes like his ex people like i was talking about gaga just a second ago but his one of his exes was lady gaga's um main um creative creative director to this day nicola formichetti and he used that tactic on him too trying to tear him down and make him feel bad about himself to keep him under his like under his spell of of BS and about of needing that validation, you know, like that's what they do. And he's, he's just, it's like these kind of people, they can be talentless. They have so little internally to offer and they just, all they do is can offer criticism and attacks. And we somehow value that. We think, Oh, criticism's good. Like they give me constructive criticism. Like what the heck? What does that even mean? What does that even mean? Either you like it or you don't. It doesn't matter if the market reacts to it whenever you put it out. It doesn't matter what the surrounding situation is. It's up to you. Do you enjoy it? Do you enjoy what you're doing? Maybe it'll be successful now. Maybe it'll be successful in 10 years. Maybe it's just for you to put out. Maybe it's for you, like maybe you putting that, that um, project out or you do creating or doing whatever you want to do. It's just for your own enjoyment. It doesn't have to be a public thing like that, you know? Like, don't let people do that. So, um, City Boy says, Earth is in the sheep era. In its sheep era. I mean, tell me tell me a time in life where Earth hasn't been in that. We've been in herd mentality for so long. Possibly because we're being farmed by extraterrestrials. That's a whole different story. We're not going to talk about that today. But it's just like, you don't have to be in the herd mentality if you see something different. It's all about that want and necessity for for um, validation keeps you locked in to that herd mentality. 
it keeps you needing it. Like people actually like the same way people need food to eat and stuff. Like the same way we do this. It's the same way that it's the same way we need water and things. It's the same way some people need validation for their parents from wherever. They won't even make a move. They won't even make a move in life without knowing that they're going to get support on that. And not only that, but they want the support in a certain way. They want support without criticism, without whatever. I don't care. I don't care if somebody criticizes me or whatever. I just don't care about it at all. Like, not only do I not, do I not want a certain type of validation, I don't even care if somebody did give me any type of validation they want to. It doesn't matter. It's not, it's not effective. I do things that I want to do them. I create what I want to create. I live the life that I want to live. And it wasn't always like that, but I've learned that, and it's been the most freeing thing in the world. That's why we're discussing validation today. Um, good morning, York. Good to see you. You put a rock in the name. I love it. You said rock, rock, mercury. Yes, with the actual rock. Um, a rock emoji. Thank you, York. Um, Tam Tam says, hello from Detroit, Michigan. Hey, Detroit, Michigan. We got some family out there. Shout out to the family in Detroit. Um, Goat says, I, I, you have worked with the industry and know a lot of things. Do they try to silence you? Oh, of course. Of course they do. Oh my gosh, yes, they try to silence me. I mean, I would, I've literally been offered, they got mad at me when I turned down millions of dollars. No, what artist do you know turns down millions of dollars for advances and for record deals? I've already seen my friends' life get destroyed by these record labels. And I don't see them as deals because in their heads they're like, well, we're getting, we're offering you millions of dollars. Like, how dare you turn it down? Like, they get offended. You don't just get to turn down these deals and just get to walk away without, you know, getting attacked by these, by these industries. Like, but if I needed the validation, if I'm like, oh, what well, I really want, you know, Sony Records to love me, I really want Universal or, or all these people, they send me all kind of offers because they know my music, they know what I'm capable of, and, and they know what how I write. They know that, like, if they can keep me under control, then I'm very powerful for their brand. But they can't control me because I don't, I don't want to do the, what they want me to do. I want to do what I want to do. I want to put my music out. I want to live my life. But they're not used to that. And so they, they try to silence me. They, they say all kind of stuff, and they support the people who attack me. You know? They, they try to literally just... They try to take... To try to, like allow more attacks to happen to me. So it's, it's fine, I don't even care because I have my own, I own myself. And when you're part of a label, you live within a cycle or like any a label or a company or anything that's like, you know, judging you constantly, like you're part of a cycle of validation, like you need the validation. You need the validation at that point in order to even function, in order to even function within that label. Like they, like they have to approve of what you put out. Poor Chloe Bailey, who I love Chloe Bailey, she's one of Beyonce's artists, she's having to wait to put her album out. She wants to put her album on all the platforms. She already finished it. She's frustrated that they're not letting her do it when she wants to do it. She's like, oh God, my album will be out some point, I guess. And I can, she's a real artist at heart. She accepted the deal though. And yeah, it's a big deal. And yeah, she has Beyonce. I mean, I love Beyonce. But even if Beyonce offered me a contract, I mean, I don't know. I can't. I, that's probably the only person who I probably would have to really consider taking a contract. But then even Beyonce, Beyonce is very much um, 
Beyonce is very much, um, what's the word? Like, she's very specific with how she rolls out things. And I don't like being that specific as I, but I love Beyonce, I live for her. But I don't know, I think I may, it's hard to say, but I think I would probably turn down a deal from Beyonce too if she offered that, you know? Like, I probably would be like, no, thank you, Beyonce, I love you, you're my, you're, you know, the queen, but I'm going to stay independent and stay completely unassociated with all of these artists or any, any of these people who are gonna try to tell me what I can and can't put out. Um, even if it's with good intention, because Beyonce would do great for my career. You know, Beyonce would, you know, if she wanted to manage me or her, her brand wanted to manage me, like, I get, like, it would be a, a big move for a lot of people, and I am a huge fan. I love Beyonce, but I would probably still say no to a deal. To be really honest, to be completely honest with it, like, I just see it, and I see what happens happening to Chloe Bailey and other artists that, that they get told what to do. Like, it breaks your spirit as an artist. It's already hard not to put something out. And then she said, she, um, Chloe Bailey said in an interview, she's from the, to the group Holly, Chloe and Holly. Holly and Chloe, what is it? Holly, what is it? Holly and Chloe. I forgot how the, what, the, what the group is called, but I love them. They're great. I did a commercial with them for Target. Um, but they, she said that she played her album and most people liked it. They were jamming with it and said one person said, in the interview, she said one person was like, I don't like your music, I don't like this, whatever. And then it just broke her heart. Like, it took her two weeks to pull out of it. You know, for me, somebody can come on here and say, your music is booty is booty cheeks. Like, forget your music, you know? I'll be like, block, mute. I, don't, I literally forget that they existed I li- literally within a, less than a second. Less than a millisecond, I've already forgotten their existence. And I'm on to the next thing, living my life. Still talking about what I want to talk about. Still making more music. Still doing what I want to do. Because I do not need validation. I do not care. And it wasn't always like that. But it's so important to get to that space. Because I've been in the industry for so long that for a while I did care. I did want those labels. I couldn't imagine a time where I would say that I would turn the deal down from Beyonce. Back in the day I would have been like, oh, I would have jumped on it. I would do whatever she wants me to do. You know? But it's like, no. Like My art means too much to me. You know, and Beyonce shaped her deal. She does. She has like built a, enough establishment to make what she wants to make now. But in the past, and even now, honestly, even now, she still does show her work to a whole bunch of people for approval because she's a businesswoman in a different way. She's an artist, but she's also like a a very big business person. She wants to do um, her test. She wants to do her test, um, her testing on her label, like her market testing to see like, okay, how, how are people reacting to this? Like she likes to do that kind of stuff. I don't care. I want to know, I want to like the music myself. I want to know that if I'm going to play this music at the beach when I'm walking. Like if I know that, if I like the music myself, I'm putting it out. I don't care what anybody thinks at all. And then by, and then I, some, some people like it then by me putting it out that way. They like the rawness. They like the fact that it's, you know, a different sound than most people have because it's not going through, it's not going through, like, to try to make sure that other people um, resonate with a new concept. Like, the music is a a new project. It's something that's, it's, um, it's something new. It's something that's a new sound that they don't know because it hasn't gone through all these people to make it conform into what people understand or hear already it doesn't go through that conform, um, confirmation and so it's just like it doesn't go through the validation process 
Like, that's, it's amazing to be independent for that reason. Um, oh my God. Floyd says, do you make music? Floyd, I should block you right now for just for saying that. You, you're on my lives all the time and I talk about my, my music all the time. That just shows that you're not listening. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to keep ignoring your comments, Floyd, because you're not listening to what I say on here. So you're getting ignored from here on. Um, Ashley, hello, Ashley. Good to see you. Hey, love, how you doing? The nerve. Yeah, how dare he? That's right, Ashley. <laughs> he tried it. He tried it. But you're getting ignored from here out, Floyd. Unless you can go and listen to all my songs and then tell me, like, talk about those songs or something. Or, like, you know, make, give me a reason to even read your comments going forward because I'm not going to read them. Um, Tattoo says, have you watched, or somebody said, have you watched the Inside Job on Netflix? No, I haven't. I don't know what that even is about. Like, is that, is that about what we're talking about? Um, let's see. Nice beard, bro. You use any oils and stuff like for that? I use shea butter. Shea butter is the main, my main one. I love shea butter. African shea butter. Um, and Ashley, Ashley said, I'm waiting. You're, you're waiting for a good reason. Just trust that. Because even yesterday, I recorded the demo for, um, I recorded the demo for one of my main songs. And, and I, um, I recorded the demo for one of my, one of my, my new, my most exciting songs that's coming out called Didn't Know. Didn't Know I Like That, it's called that. It was, it's a good song. Um, and I added a new verse to the ending of it. So it's been taking a, it's taken a while, but I'm working on that, that album every day. It's the most important thing to me. I love, I love music. It's what, you know, I've so many songs out already, but I'm just like really trying to take my time with this particular project so that it comes out amazing. Um, let's see. Floyd be asleep. Yeah, slightly scared said Floyd really be asleep on the real. Um, I will go listen right now. Wait, no rock. I haven't joined every single live, but most of them. Every live you've been on, I've talked about music. So, you're BSing right now. I shouldn't have read your comment until you listened. Um, Rams Finna says, I just want... Just what I need, comedy, bro. You're a funny guy with a sense of humor. Okay. Um, Wax says, LMAO, there isn't any more. You talking about these limes? <laughs> I'm getting every squeeze of these limes out of this lime. Like, I need all my limes. It's some good key lime, you guys. That good alkaline key lime, honey. Yes. Hold on. I'm new. Good afternoon. Okay, hello, sugar pudding. That's a cute name. Floyd said, I'm such an idiot. Well, at least you said it. People don't listen. <laughs> at least you said it, Floyd. Um, but it's all good. Now you're going to hear my music, and you'll be able to be unidiotified. You'll be able to be unidiotified, <laughs> which is not a word. Ramsey said, LOL. Naja says, not about music, but your teeth are great. What do you use? Um, I use healthy foods that don't break my teeth down. A lot of these sugars that you're eating literally tear your teeth apart and carbonation tear your teeth apart and your bones. Um, there's a lot of these toxic foods block, block your ability to have great teeth. Um, so I would cut down sugars. I'm doing a lot of water, hydration. Technically, to be honest, I had braces at one point. 
Um, I also, at one point, oh, this is this is a part that I, I feel bad saying because I don't want people to go do this too much. But I, there, there was like for a while, a, a while ago, a long time ago, there was these crest wipes, these crest whitening wipes, and I used to use them so much when I was modeling, and they like permanently made my teeth so white. Um, but I wouldn't suggest those because they're like not they're toxic, you know, technically. So I didn't know that back in the day, but they don't even sell them anymore, the same kind. So I don't know what they sell now, but I, um, yeah, I don't know. I don't, just be careful if you're getting those stripes, those, um, those wipes and stuff, those stripes. Cause they, there's stuff in those. There's like bleach and stuff. Like I would not, I, these days I would never touch those. I'm thankful my teeth are already super white from them. But like that was that was when I was young. Like I was probably six, sixteen when I was doing that, and my teeth are still stayed white from then. And it's I'm a thirty one now, so I haven't used them again since. So that's how that's how powerful those things were. <clears throat> but I wouldn't do those again. Ram says, "Let me hear that funny music, bro." The music is pretty funny. My music is pretty. It's I mean some of it's like. I don't know, it's a lot to it. There's a lot to my music. Some of it is like more deep, but a lot of it's like funny rap. People think it's funny. I'm serious in my raps, but yeah, it's what it is. Um, Junior says, I drink so much soda. Yeah, you need to like not do that because unless you want to like have some dentures at some point. A lot of people get veneers because they eat so much bad food that their teeth got destroyed. Um, but if you just take care of your health, you won't have to get veneers. Cause veneers, there's a lot of things that happen that people don't talk about. Like your spit production changes when you have veneers and you permanently alter your teeth when they get grind down. And it's just, they're very expensive too. And your nerves, like when you're chewing things, your nerves and your teeth can be very much adjusted when you have veneers. So don't depend on veneers. If you can fix your teeth on your own before, that's great. But if you don't, if your teeth are really messed up, then get those veneers, girl, because shoot. <laughs> um, let's see. La Liana says, what made you do music? I've always done music my whole life. I love music. Um, it's what I live for. Super. Um, and I mean, like making it publicly? What made, it, what made me do it publicly? Like Janet, Michael Jackson, Beyonce for sure. Um, but then when I, like, when I started, like, writing and, like, thinking about doing a career, but I was doing behind the scenes, and then when I started doing the music that I really wanted to do, to be honest, and I love Nicki Minaj, but it wasn't Nicki that, it was, it was Cupcake the Rapper. When I started hearing Cupcake the Rapper, who's way younger than me, she follows me on Twitter, though, love her, but when I started hearing her raps and the recklessness of her rapping, like, she's, her music is so reckless, in the best way, I'm talking, in a good way, like, she... Her energy just made me realize, like, oh, I've got to put music out immediately. Like, I've got to, I've got to get out of this industry. Like, she's, like, something about, something about Cupcake the Rapper just lit a fire under my, like, a, like an immediacy and a, a fire under my soul. And that's when I started putting out music on all the platforms. Because before I was writing for other artists and doing ghostwriting, getting paid pennies for ghostwriting. So messed up. I got. I did. The, I did some terrible contracts back then, but it's okay because at least it wasn't for my art, for my actual like public art that I'm doing now. But yeah. Um, 
um, sugar, sugar pudding says, you have beautiful hands, nails, and skin. Oh, thank you. Um, Liana says, Michael Jackson or Beyonce? Beyonce. I love Michael Jackson, but Beyonce. Beyonce is beyond. She is beyond. Like, it's insane what she's accomplished and how her, she's so entertaining. Like, she's just put so much work into everything and... People, people call me the Beyonce guy because I have a commercial out there on TV that just, that says, what's a seven-letter word to describe you? And I said, Beyonce, and I do like a dance. I did it on purpose so that I can promote her on national TV because I, I was doing a talk a TV show. It was like a game show with Leah Remini. But, yeah, I, I mean it, though. I did it for TV to market, but I do mean what I said. But I, did, I added more like, like more, you know, funness to it so they can make I, I want them to make sure make sure that they were going to put it on their commercials and they did they played that thing millions of times they played that commercial over and over again all over the place and so I was just happy to promote my queen Beyonce mm-hmm. I knew it the second I did it the second I, I did the, that part I knew that it was going to play like crazy I didn't even win I didn't even win the, the, the um the ten thousand dollars I lost. I lost. I was last place. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how to do no crossword puzzle, but I didn't care about validation. So the second I realized that I wasn't gonna win that game, and that I didn't know enough about trivia, <laughs> even though I studied, um, I immediately pivoted because I don't care about validation. I immediately, I immediately pivoted and said, "I'm gonna be the funniest person up here. I'm gonna be the realest, not funniest, but just the realest person." Like, I'm going to be entertaining. I'm going to keep, I'm going to be raw. And I'm going to make sure that I'm the most engaging person on this talk show or this TV show. And I was. And all of the people who were on the show did not get a commercial. Only I did. None of the other people who were on my episode got it. And I, and I was the last place that I knew that I had to make a viral moment. And the only way to be viral is to be intentional while still real. You know? People can see through it otherwise. If I was too try hard, they would have saw through it. But it worked. But I knew it. The second I left that stage, I'm like, I'm just going to go viral. This is going to go viral for sure. So, Beyonce for life. Sugar, Sugar Pudding says, I noticed you're a vegan. Alkaline also. Have you heard of Dr. Sebi? I love Dr. Sebi, um, Sugar Pudding, and I know his son... Um, Victor Bowman, who came to my house right here, the house I'm in, he came to my house and brought me a whole bunch of herbs. I drank his herbs earlier this morning. I had his tea, and last night I drank his tea too. But I love, love him. I love Dr. Sebi. Dr. Sebi. If it wasn't for Dr. Sebi, I would not be live right now, because I would not be alive right now. I would have died from what I was dealing with. Um, thankfully, Dr. Sebi's teaching from the grave helped me and allowed me to heal from something that told the doctors told me I was gonna die from. So thank you to him, and then thank you to his son, Victor Bowman, who um, who really stepped in and gave me the exact herbs I needed to heal myself. So I just am forever grateful to Dr. Sevi, forever grateful to the alkaline living community. Um, I just don't know. I wouldn't be. I wouldn't be here. I, I just have nothing but gratitude. So I'm always promoting him because I just I'm just so thankful. Um, Mixing up my salad right now. Mixing it all up. Get a lot, all my bananas, barrel bananas, and my tomatoes and everything going. 
But yeah, you guys, like it's that's one person too, Victor Bowman. He doesn't care about validation. He's being himself. He knows what's real. He doesn't he doesn't mind calling people out when they're on that BS. You know, he just keeps it real with himself so that he can live with himself at night. So that he can he just he's raw with his thoughts. And that's how he's able to heal people. His dad was the same way. His dad didn't care that they were trying to find him and that the pharmaceutical industry was, was mad that, that they were taking, that he was taking away part of his profit margin by showing people how to heal themselves using natural herbs that can't be trademarked. You know, you can't profit off of things that grow from earth from nature because anybody can grow them. And so there's not as much profit within that. So the pharmaceutical industry was trying to, was pitting for him since the beginning. The second that Dr. Sebi proved in court in a New York Supreme Court, as he was in prison unrightfully, that he um, actually healed those people. He's the first person ever in history, in American history, to have ever healed a person on paper. Like, to have proven that he's healed people. That takes a lot. That takes a lot of evidence. So many people have to come in um, and testify for him. It took a lot of evidence for him to be able to say that publicly and to be able to promote that as a healer. You know, he healed Michael Jackson. He healed Lisa Letha Lopez, Magic Johnson, who, even though Magic Johnson won't, you know, admit that he healed him, but he did. Um, Wendy Williams and her son. Her son would have been, you know, mentally impaired without Dr. Sebi. In fact, her son was the last person Dr. Sebi um, healed before he got arrested. So, and Wendy Williams spoke about him. And then they took the, the episode where Wendy Williams spoke about Dr. Sebi, they, they clipped out that part. But it's still there. You can find it on YouTube, but you can't find it on the actual show page. Like, when they had the show page still, but they cut, clipped it out. That's to show you how much they went through efforts to silence Dr. Sebi and his teachings and his, you know, his world. But shout out to Victor Bowman. Shout out to the Sebi family. No, mainly Victor Bowman. I don't really, I don't really mess with all the Sebi family because some of them didn't, they didn't follow along his footsteps of purity and rawness. But Victor Bowman did, thankfully. Um, Holly Joe says, "Happy weekend, friend. Happy weekend to you." Um, Street of Atlanta says, "The doctor said what? The doctor said what he said. He said I was gonna die." Um, Sugar Pudding says, "Wow, thank you for explaining." What a, what a neat experience to meet his son. Yeah, he's like, we talk all the time. I love him. He's amazing. Um, J Mac says, you know what they, you know what they did to Dr. Sebi and it's sad. Yeah, I know exactly what they did to him. They assassinated him and it's in this, um, allegedly, I gotta say allegedly for legal reasons, but in a Honduran prison that he was, uh, was unrightfully arrested in and they hired a hitman to be his cellmate. And they tried to poison him. That didn't work because he, he did a, a fast. So they wouldn't poison him. But then they still got him in the cell. And then that person who, who took his life got released from, from that prison two weeks later. Coincidental, huh? Very coincidental. Uh, let's see. Holly Joe says, what did they do to him? Javi said they had him taken out. Yeah, they sure did. Pharmaceutical industry has more power than anything or anyone. When did that happen? That happened, um, how long has it been? Hey Suri, when did Dr. Sebi pass away? Here's what I found. August 6, 2016. 
Yeah. Dr. Sebi healed people with cancer and and um and AIDS and so yeah he should, yeah. Um, Sugar Pudding says I heard the government has Dr. Sebi taken out unalived because he healed and it would put out the big guys. Yep, exactly. You heard it right. Um, and they're trying to take out his son too. They're trying to they're trying to follow him. They're following him in the street. The, the government is like. Unrightfully, they're pulling him over, trying to search his card, saying that he has drugs and stuff. He doesn't have anything. They never find anything. He's still out there, creating and and um, healing healing the people. Holly, um, JB, JB said years ago, Doctor Sebi was a miracle. Is a miracle still? Any any, like I got healed, off of just his information from online. Like his videos, all his sermons he put out, or not sermons, but like because he wasn't a preacher, he was a he was a healer. All of his talks and his his lessons he put out there, it saved me alone. Like I was able to find the things he talked about, and before I even got the herbs, I was able to heal myself. And then I healed even more, like at a thorough, more thorough level, with his son, and I got like intercellular cleansing, which was amazing, all through natural ways, natural process, teas and eating changing your eating plan michael jackson's a certified monet says michael jackson's b-day next month and why do y'all like wendy um i love wendy williams she's the best but i love her still michael jackson is amazing and i'm happy his birthday is coming up isn't it birthday i thought it already passed i'm forgetting I'm, I'm bad with birthdays um holly joe said that breaks my heart it breaks all of our heart um baby Kaylee says, what are you eating? I'm eating a salad as soon as I get to it. Um, Holly Joe says, can you find his teachings um, so to speak or his any or his speech, yeah, his speech or anything about his regimen online? Yes, on YouTube. Go search on YouTube. You can find lots of it. I have a playlist on my YouTube called Rock Health and there's a lot of videos that I saved on there from him. You have, to, you have to go through the playlist though, kind of like see which ones. Um, it's just still up because they, 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 the government tries their best to take those videos down and flag them and all kind of stuff. It's crazy. Holly Jackson says, or Holly Joe, oh no, Sugar Sugar Pudding says, yes, you can. You can go to Amazon and he has tons of books, yeah, and he has a food list. Yeah, but I would suggest really hearing what he has to say, like his actual words from YouTube or any video you can find. He speaks so much truth. What did you get healed? I got my blood healed. Don't worry about it, but it was it was it was deadly situation I was dealing with. Um of the foods you should consume. Mm-hmm. Sweet, thank you. Yeah, that's the way. It's August. Okay, so August is his birthday, alright. You're quite welcome to sugar pudding. Great. Um J Max says, Doctor Duke, the the green pharmacy book with nothing but herb and remedies have helped me so much. Okay, I don't know him. Um, sub bro, where are you from? Los Angeles. So you look like Will Smith. Are you serious? Are you that like, like, are you that blind that you think all black people look the same? I love Will Smith and he's very handsome and he can get it for sure. But I don't look like Will Smith. Are you serious? Anyways, hello, Sluck Slime. Good to see you. Good afternoon to you, too. 
Is it afternoon? Or for you, it's afternoon. It's almost afternoon for me. We're about to be noon in a second. Heather, how you doing, Heather? All right, let me eat some of this food. Um, hi from Jamaica. Okay, Angie, hey, from Jamaica. Let me get into my food. Let's see. Dal Lodi says Will Smith. Why are you saying Will Smith again? I just told you what I said. Like, why, why would you respond with Will Smith again? That doesn't make any sense. I told you I don't look like him. So it's like really bizarre. I think that's just so racist when people say you look like somebody who like literally just, just because they're black like me, you don't look anything alike. Um, Slug Slime here. Hey, how you doing? Slug, where you at? Where you been? Where you been, Slug? Uh, David says, so David says, you look like Will Smith. Okay, are you guys that ignorant? For real, you guys going to keep commenting the same thing? You want to get blocked? Um, Dial says, well, again, okay, I'm going to block you. Because you're just being ridiculous and ignorant now. So go ahead and block you and mute you. I hate that. I hate people do that. They're like, oh, you look like this person just because you're black too. It's like, really? David, I'm blocking you too. Do better at your life next time, okay? All right, perfect. Gone. Holly Jackson said, I've been here. Life has just been busy, but great. How are you? I'm glad you're here. Good to see you. Y'all, y'all DTFM. I can't. I don't know what that means. Let me get my food going. But yeah, I hate that. It's so annoying when people do that. It's it only been like one time ever where somebody said that I looked like somebody and it really was true. It's that guy from, um, from P Valley. There's an actor on P-Valley that actually looks just like me, to be honest. Well, it's the only time. Mm. Block another troll. Goodness, these people. All the haters, yeah. Nothing, nothing wrong with nothing wrong with Will Smith. He's hot. Believe me, like if, like I said, you can get it. You can definitely get it. But it's like, just because we're both black, now I look like him. That's just so racist to me. So, there's that. Oh yeah, this is good. I'll put a lot of a lot of um, peppers in this. Hmm. Very good. Lots of peppers. Honey, I'm just blocking anybody who I feel like I don't want in my room. Because I don't care about the validation. If I cared about validation, I would be like, oh, let me like keep them on here. Whatever, da da da. J Max says, have you used Dr. Sebi tooth powder? I think I have some in my fridge. Or, or maybe, oh no, I think I need to order that one. Do you like arugula? I love arugula, it's my favorite one. My favorite thing. Oh, what kind of peppers? I use cayenne pepper. Cayenne pepper is the main one. It's delicious. Absolutely delicious. 
Um, but it's like very spicy if you put too much in there, of course. Heats all the time. Yeah, I eat it all the time. Arugula is like the best, like most digestible one. I just ordered it. I should be getting it in two, like two days. Yeah. Definitely keep your teeth like, you know, clean for that. It's really a good, good for your oral health. Um, what made me smile? He loves, he loves, loves arugula. I mean, yeah, oh my God, yes. It's so hard to find sometimes. So tough to find. So tough to find. I have so many stalkers. These stalkers come on, come on your account from all different pages trying to get blocked. It's so annoying. But whatever. Keep on blocking them. Don't, have, don't bother me. We are. We're eating an alkaline salad. It's absolutely delicious. Absolutely delicious. And I just, um, I'm just really thankful that I'm okay with not having like sweetness right now. Like I haven't, I'm not eating like anything sweet for my cleanse. And I just feel so good. Like I'm not tripping at all on it, you know? Is there any meat in it? No, no meat. I don't eat meat at all. So I don't know why you're even saying that. Meat is terrible for you. Mm. Delicious. Someone says, Hi, where are you from? I'm from Los Angeles. LA gang. Oh, I can't wait to go to the beach today again. I'm, I'm just, the beach has been giving me everything, guys. Get, get your nature in every day. Get your nature in. Wear what you want to wear outside. Be free. Live your best life. It's so important in this time, you know. My favorite sport is anything with the tightest outfits. For the men. Men, male sports with tight outfits. Maybe volleyball. Ooh, volleyball is my favorite now. Because they get to be shirtless and it's so hot. Favorite fruit is soursop. Hard to find, but amazing. Favorite show? Mm. I love South Park so much. Like, I'm almost gonna feel like it's South Park, but I also love American Dad. I'll say my, fa my favorite, top three favorite shows. South Park, um, Rick and Morty, and Family, uh, not Family Guy, American Dad. American Dad, that's the one. Oh my gosh, so good. Why did you decide to go vegan? Because um, I wanted to be healthier and live longer. Any hobbies? Yeah, I make, I create art. I'm an artist. And painter and everything. Um, how long did you grow your beard? It's been over a year. Hello, Rock. Hello, NJ. Good to see you. JV says, 
King of the Hill is a good show too. I, I did watch King of the Hill. It wasn't my favorite, but I did watch a lot of it. That salad looks amazing. This salad is everything to me. This salad is just giving me all the life that I desired. So thankful to have it. Hey, Dusty. Thanks for saying, hey, handsome. Mm. Gear says, are you sure you'll live longer by, by being vegan? Well, I look better than my unvegan friends. I, I'm healthier than my unvegan friends. Um, so unless I get assassinated, I'll live longer than them. So there's that. And my unvegan family too. Hey Rock, how are you? I am making porridge from Amarith. Amarith patties also, yes! That's amazing. What are you putting in your Amarith patty to keep it as a patty? Like how are you making it so that it like stays, you know, together? That's amazing. I'm really happy for you to have an Amarith patty. I thought about mashing up some burr bananas and putting that with it. What was your first video on TikTok? Scroll on down and find it. It's on there. Undelete it. This is a really good salad, you guys. Oh my goodness, it's so good. I'm like, I'm tripping out because I usually want some sweetness. I want like a, some dates or some berries or something in here, but it's just so perfect. Hi from Barbados. Hi Barbados. Say hi to Rihanna. Ooh, nah, nah, what's my name? I made soursop punch two days ago. Ooh, yes. In Barbados, soursop is way cheaper than it is in America. Way, way cheaper. So you're lucky. You have better food out there. And other foods too, other other produce. User says some chia seeds to hold the patty together. Okay, let's see. That's a good idea. Heather says everything you eat always looks delicious. No, this is like a different level today. Like I've been I've been loving cooking at home lately. Like it's just it's been game changing for me. Well, I feel so full. I eat once a day. One big meal a day. Then I walk five miles. I say walk. I don't speed walk like this. Mm-mm. I'll be walking. Like a runway walk. Living my life. Looking at the ocean. At the beautiful mansions next to me. The, the flowers. I stop and smell the flowers. Like, I... That's my exercise. And I think it's important to do that. Because when you walk that way, keep your posture up, you know, keep your abdominals engaged. That's a workout. You're walking upright. Your body wants to move and adjust and stuff. So just the fact that you're keeping your body, your spine from moving too much, you're working your abdominals the whole time you're walking. That's a full workout right there. And then I can stop every now and then and do like a, a arm, like an arm stand or something if I want. It is really just... It's been changing my game for me. Like, it's kept my mental health way better. Because before, I was just staying at home a lot more. Because I work so much. I have companies and I always have stuff to do on my computer. So, it's easy to work 100% of the day. Because I'm always going to have stuff to do. But I tell myself, no, every day I got to get out. 
and I got to get out to the nature and just like connect with the ocean or whatever. I don't get in the ocean. I don't, I don't even touch the ocean. I don't even touch it. Not because I'm scared of water. I'm, I'm a very good swimmer. But America's oceans are very toxic and poisonous from all the pollution we put into it. If I was in some beautiful island with clear waters, I'd be in the water every single day. But I don't trust this water. I'm good on it. I love, I love it. It's beautiful, though. It's very pretty to look at. I love watching the surfers. They're hot. But yeah, I think, I think my, my favorite sport is volleyball now. I see volleyball players on the side every day when I'm walking. And they are so hot. They're so hot and they're tall. And they're just like, oh, they're so hot. Only the guy ones, though. The girls are cute, too. But, like, you know, I don't really look at that. Holly says, I love women, though. I love women as in, like, I respect them highly. But, you know, I like what I like otherwise. So, but if there's a really beautiful woman, then I do look. I'm like, wow, she's, like, gorgeous. She's living it. Like, so I, I, won't, I won't lie. There's, there's, there's some beautiful women. I'm like, oh, my God. Yes, honey, you better work. Like, there's, there's some beautiful women out there for sure that definitely stopped my eye. I'm like, dang, girl, you better get it. Like, I love the woman, like, the, the anatomy of a woman, too. Like, I think it's beautiful. I'm just attracted to what I'm attracted to. So I look towards that. But, yeah, I respect women to the, to the core. Women are amazing. And I was raised by all women. I think that's probably why. I'm not going to say that's why that I'm gay, but, like, I think that it's a big reason to why um, why I think the way I think. Because I was raised by, like, 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 a lot of women. My dad was around, but he wasn't as round as often because my, 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 like, I was raised out around women all the time. My dad was out there trying to live his life and try to get his situation together. And we talk all the time now. I love my dad. Um, but, like, at that time, I was, it was a lot more women around me growing up. Let's see. You're so lucky to, that you're so lucky we're not neighbors. I'd be on your doorstep 24-7. Come on, dude. Yes. <laughs> Holly Joe. <laughs> um... Stefulo's crew, um, STF says, you ever want to try playing it? I have played it before. I didn't play it on the beach. But no, I, I did play on the beach. I did, but it wasn't a lot. I played like one time on the beach, but I played it in school. They did it on a basketball court, you know, where they put the, the net in the middle of the basketball court and they played it. So I played it then. I was not that great at it because I didn't really try that hard. Um... Um, yeah, and I was distracted, to be honest, but like I said, those guys are too hot, so I got confused, and I was like, supposed to be looking for the ball, but I'm looking at other balls, so there's that. Same thing in basketball, I got too distracted by other things that were more engaging than chasing a ball, but I like being the, defend the defender, mm. I'm not, yo. <laughs> it's not a good, like, sports are not a good thing for, for closeted men like I was at the time. I was very much, like, my main goal was to not get too excited, as you know what I mean? Because those shorts are very tight, and if I get too excited, then it's going to be embarrassing for me, especially as a, as a teenager. So I needed to, like, I was always trying to mitigate my internal, um, my mojo, whatever they call this, your mojo, your, 
I was literally like, I, I know that sounds funny, but it was really true. Like, I was like, oh my God, if I get excited or roused, or you may call it whatever, um, that, that would have been, you know, a situation that I did not want to happen for me in my life. So, yeah. That's just real, keeping it real. That's probably why, I think that's really why I was, because I know, I know I could have been amazing at any sport, but I never understood the whole purpose of sports fully. It didn't make any sense to the bigger picture. Like, I just didn't get why anybody cared. It was boring to me. But the players were exciting. Mm -mm -mm. That key lime is just popping every flavor out. It's like, bang, bang. It's like a firework of flavors in here. And that raw red onion. Oh, my gosh. But if I was like... If I had the, the, the mentality I have now, back when I was younger, oh my goodness, the way that I would be winning everything. I would not care about anybody's opinion. I'd be living my best life. Like, I'd be living my absolute best life. You know? Yes, key lime. NJ said key lime. It's the best. That's the main that's the main dressing on here. Heather says, yes, I love red onion. Oh my god, red onion elevates any meal. Like when it's raw. Um, Patty says, can you recommend a clean sunscreen, please? Ah, this might not, this might be controversial, but I believe that shea butter is enough of a sunscreen for me. Um, I have not, I have like carbon in my skin. So like, I'm like black or whatever. So that protects me from some of the sun. I still get sunburned if I stay out too long, but it's because I'm not hydrated all the time. So I use shea butter. I got, I'm in the sun every single day. I haven't gotten burned at all. Like, no burns. Um, so, I mean, shea butter has been amazing. Nat natural African shea butter. That's, I mean, I think it's all about hydrating your skin. Like, I don't, the, all the SPF stuff and all the chemicals, I don't trust any of these chemicals from the store at all. Now, yeah, I just don't trust any of them. I can't, I can't really recommend any of them because any, any of the ones, even the ones that say they're healthy, they still have an additive or something to, to make them acceptable for the be on the store. Like I like African shea butter. It's just the raw ingredients. Um, I, I haven't had any issues. So I know you may not want to hear that because some people are really light skinned too. Um, some, people, some, people, some people say I'm light skinned. I don't think I'm light skinned, but people think I am, I guess. Am, am I light skinned to y'all? I don't know, but I don't get burned because some people are really light skinned even if they're black and they get a lot of burns. Arpen. I'm like medium color, like caramel color, I guess. And Jay said, okay, I'll try it. Mm -hmm. Lavish says, hello, how are you? 
I love your healthy eating. I love healthy eating too. I'm glad you're here. Thank you for coming, um, Lavish. And Patty says, thank you. No worries. Christian, uh, Christian says, yes, you are. Christian said, I'm light-skinned. I'm light-skinned Keisha. I'm light-skinned Keishan. <laughs> oh, my God. You know what the worst thing? I hate when people are like, um, think they're better because they're light-skinned or something. They're like, light-skinned gang, like, these darkies, this, this. Like, it's, like, so terrible to me when I hear that kind of stuff. From, like, especially because we, as a people, have been colorized so often that it's crazy to pit each other against each other or like to make it seem as if darker or light is better. Because technically, if we're being real, the darker you are, the more protection you have against the sun. And the sunlight is affecting everyone. So if we want to talk about what's better, then what's more adaptable for the earth that we live on? Darker the skin. So it's like, how can light skin decide that like they're better all of a sudden? Or like, what? I don't know. I just, I just hate the whole pitting against each other. It's like so, biz- so bizarre, but it's been a big part of my life. Like people do that. I've gotten jobs for being lighter skinned or something. I've gotten a lot of campaigns for that. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going to deny that. Like, I didn't know it at the time, but that's why I got booked. I booked for a lot of things. They wanted me to be ethnically ambiguous or whatever. It's just so frustrating. Um, what do you think of Dr. Sebi? I love and live for Dr. Sebi. He's amazing. I love his son, Victor Bowman, who's, who's walking in his footsteps. He has other kids, but Victor Bowman is the one who's like, the real, the new Dr. Sebi that we have, and, and we need to protect him. We need to protect Victor Bowman. He is the truth of our generation, and he he's honestly even more raw than his father. And I love Dr. Sebi. I wouldn't be alive without him. But Victor Bowman, who is his son, his six, his son is like he's twenty. What is he? Twenty one now? Twenty two. I think he's twenty two now. Um, he is like the rawest, realist version of Dr. Sebi, um, like, he's gangster with it, and I just, I'm so thankful to know him and to love, like, I love him dearly, and, um, I'm just thankful he's here, he's, he's way smarter than me, he's, he's almost 10 years younger than me, and he's, like, way smarter than me, like, just eons ahead of me, and I respect that, and I'm so thankful to even know him, like, he been to my house here, and I just like I'm. I feel blessed to even have that be a reality. It's just crazy to me, but I'm just thankful that he even cares. He really cares for the people. He's a real one. So we need to protect him because the government's trying to get him too, like they got his dad. So let's be real. Well, the bells are going. Let's try to hear the bells as I eat. Remember that dance? Pop, lock, and drop it. Pop, lock, and drop Oh, my God. My next goal is to do more arm balances because I want my arms back. I used to have big arms. I used Before I got sick, I used to have, like, big muscular arms for when I was teaching yoga so much. But they kind of went down a bit. They went down a lot. It used to be, like, up to here. They were bigger. They were a lot bigger. So I'm going to get these back going. But body-wise, I feel like it's come back together more. Well... Chest, I want to get my chest bigger too. And I want to get, I've done, I just want to, I'm going to, I'll some work I want to do. But it's, I'm happy where I am. I love the way I am already. But I just, I know that for the aesthetics that I want to do for my next album and my next music videos, I want a certain aesthetic for it. And so 
I'm gonna do it for that. And I can do it, I can do it healthy, in a healthy way. Ooh. The universe said, you tripping. Or that was just me being clumsy. Um. Mm. Black Sweet says, you're not even black. <laughs> I love the color of your skin. I'm not black. I'm, I'm very much a lot of cultures, to be honest. Like, I can't really be considered black. I mean, I, I'm happy. I love black. I'm, 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 I would happily be associated with black or whatever because black culture is everything. But I'm really like a lot of different cultures together. I'm like a, a punch, like a fruit punch of like different nationalities, like so many. Um, but, you know. I'm probably more Native American than, than like, African, to be honest. I love Africa, though. Even though I've never been to Africa, but I love African people so much. And I want to go... I, I want to go to Africa, but I'm also, like, so nervous. Because I don't... Like, it's the traveling part. Not Africa itself. I think after, once I got there, once I get there, I think I'll have an amazing, beautiful time. But the whole traveling there and, like, the governments and, like, I'm just so... I'm so nervous. But I don't fly anymore, so if I go to Africa, it has to be through like getting chartering a chartering a yacht, which I thought like okay that's safer. I, I'll get a yacht to go there, or like you know get some one of my rich friends to let me borrow their boats or go with me to Africa on a boat. But then I thought about it, and there's pirates out there. There's legit pirates in the sea, and there's no you can't call the police like I'm sorry police. There's pirates out here trying to get me. We need to, we need help. By the time you did that, the pirates already take your boat over. Um, decapitated you, take all, you know, take, um, eat all your food, take your wife, everything. The, the pirates already have handled you. The pirates don't care. The pirates are not trying to play. And they're out there for real. So I'm like, dang, I don't know. That might, that might not be the safest way. But I don't know. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to look into some options. Cause maybe if I get a big old, if I'm, on a, if I'm on a cruise ship to go out there, that might be different than a yacht. Because yachts are some, way smaller than cruise ships. And I think, uh, I don't think all of the pirates would want to attack a whole yacht. Like, there'd be police, there'd be police officers and security on a yacht. I mean, on a, um, on a, sorry, I don't know if pirates would want to attack an entire cruise ship because there's security and defense systems on a cruise ship compared to a yacht. So, I don't know. User says, can you tell... Oh, mm. um, user says I, I use raw shea butter as well. Raw shea butter is good to be used as sunscreen. I think it's amazing. I, I'm like literally no burns. I'm at the beach every single day. I have no burns. And I'm still light skinned apparently. So I guess it works. That's all I use is shea butter. I used to spend so much money on other face care and, and lotions and all kind of stuff. and oils and all kind of random stuff i was spending like 50 dollars a bottle for some things and now i just spend like 10 bucks for like two pounds of shea butter and it lasts me forever and it smells great best thing ever lavish says can you tell me what you're eating starting my healthy eating i'm eating an arugula Salad with burrow bananas, 
um, green peppers, bell peppers, um, red onion, amaranth, cherry tomatoes, um, sage, cayenne pepper, um, oregano, thyme, all kind of good stuff. User says many of us are mixed. Yeah, that's true. A patty says we're in Africa. I want to go to South Africa first. I know that's the most like westernized part of Africa. So I want to go there just to get on the continent. And then from there, I'll figure out what I want to do next. Because even once you get there and start traveling to other parts, other countries in Africa from, from South Africa, you have to like be very careful the way you're traveling. Because there's like all kind of lawless areas. So I'm just very concerned about a lot of that. Like I, I do not want to be captured or end up in a situation that I like, you know, scary situation. Safest way to travel is flying. I don't, I don't trust planes. I don't trust the people who are flying them and the airports are getting more sketchy each day. Um, I'm someone who knows for a fact that extraterrestrials exist. And I've seen the aircraft that they fly within or that they they use and the technology that they use. And it's hard for me to accept flying on a plane when there's these other vehicles that are way safer that would never like have to run on a runway and fly. I have a, I have a whole video where I talk about why I choose to, to drive and, um, and walk other than using planes. User says, okay, yeah, it's just, it's something that I really hold dearly because I like once you've seen some, once you've seen certain things, you can't go back. My brain can't like process this archaic plane. And I did, uh, the last time I took a plane was like last year when I was um, going to New York. And I told myself after that experience at TSA and all the drama of the plane situation, I said, never am I getting on a plane again. Like this was hell to get from JFK to LAX. Mm -mm. It's like going to a prison or something. And the turbulence on the plane? No. Never again. And especially not private planes. Private planes are even easier to crash. I'm good. But I know people who travel every day on planes. But I'm just like, I'm, I don't like that feeling. I hate the feeling. I'd rather, I literally rather drive and let it take me 20 times, the time, like 20 times the amount of time and effort to get there than to fly. Because I'll make a whole trip out of it. I'll stop at different places. I'll like, you know, do different touristy things. Mulang says, do you think Alcatraz was a good form of a justice system? Mm. I don't know enough about that to answer that question. I don't know. I don't know enough about that. To be honest, to be real, I don't know enough about that. I know a little bit about it, but not enough to answer that educatedly. So I'm not going to skip that question.
Mm. I'm burning up on the inside. That cayenne pepper got me going. But it's good, you guys. I love spicing up. But there's certain peppers I won't do. Like this ghost pepper, like I have some of that in my, in my cabinet. I have not touched it in over a year. It's too spicy. It's like, why? My sister gave it to me. And I'm like, you know, why does somebody make this? <laughs> why does somebody say, I'm gonna powderize this, basically a fire and a pepper? It's like not enjoyable. But I like, I like the cayenne. Cayenne's enough heat that I enjoy it still. I still sweat from it, but mm -mm. I can still survive from it. Toon Jackson, hey Rock. Hey Toon Jackson. Y'all, I gotta go buy some more um, burr bananas today. I can go to the store and get some because I ran out to this my last one. Go to Food for Less again. I hate going to Food for Less though. It's just so ghetto there. Um, and ghetto is in like I hate seeing what my people are buying. And it is ghetto too. Like people like that, the behavior there and like the the um, the mentality is just kind of really off. Sometimes I'll go to Food for Less. But they have so many like different tropical foods there. So that's why I go to get my burrow bananas. Nobody else, Whole Foods does not sell burrow bananas. Oh, Trader Joe's, Trader Joe's doesn't either. Key lines are hard to find anywhere else. Toon Jackson says, sounds like our Aldi's. Yeah, it's crazy. It's a nice store. That's the crazy part. It's a nice, like the store is the, itself. It's like clean. It's like, well, it's like modernized. It's a cute store. But the activity that happens in there. Mm-mm. Do you have to cook the burrow bananas before you add to salad? Absolutely. I cut them up, dice them into little half circles like this. Or you can do like long the long way too, that works. And then I toast them with some, ooh, stir fry them with some um, grapeseed oil or avocado oil, depending on if I'm on a fast or not. And that's what I do. A little salt, seasoning. Think of burrow bananas as your new potato. Delete potato from your idea, from your concept. Like delete potato from your options. Say potatoes are on the block list. We block potatoes, they're not in our, in our life anymore. They're too GMO, too much starch. No. Burrow bananas have the texture of potatoes, even better though. Um, they're digestible, they're fruit, um, they're seeds, so they're natural, and they're just the best replacement for potatoes. You can, you can, if you cut them the long way, you can make them actual burrow fries, like I've done on my page a lot of times. Oh God, I'm like really, I'm burning from this, I'm like sweating and, but it's feeling so good.
So, so good. Now, when I went to order some V-Gains, I got my, I got my V-Gain sandwich with the, um, the Schoon Burger. I didn't, I didn't do it on here, but I ate it on the side. It was very good, but I will say that I enjoy my home cooking like even more now, um, which is a good thing to feel. But I'm still going to eat V-Gains probably like once a week or so because I love supporting them and I love their food. But I'm loving my home cooking. The more like I'm, I'm so glad I'm cooking again. Because for a while I was working so much that I'll just order last minute, and I'm starving. I'm like, oh god, let me just order some food in real quick, and I'll do a video for you guys. Like, but now that I take my time and it's cook, I think I think it's also because I'm eating one one meal a day. It makes it so that I don't like it's not that much to have to make this meal and then know that I, I'm done for the day. I eat, I eat for the day. Like I don't, I don't feel like it's like I'm wasting time. And it's so easy to make this. I made this while I was on the phone with my dad. Um, it took me fifteen minutes to make. No, the amaranth was already was already done. So the amaranth wasn't done already, and I, I make enough for a few days when I make the amaranth. All I'll do is put the amaranth in a um, the grains in a pot, put some water over it. Seasonings, thyme, oregano, you know, cayenne, all the stuff, bay leaf, let it simmer, covered, and then till it's ready, which is about 30 minutes or less, sometimes way less than 30 minutes, depending on the, the height and the highness of the heat, the, um, the level of heat you're cooking it on. Then my stir fry takes so quick, cut it up and throw it in, keep mixing it, it's done really soon. Um, then I plate it and keep it moving. Mike says, I'm good skin because I'm black. You know, it's good the jeans. Okay. You know, a lot of black people have really good skin. Even if they eat bad, even if they eat, even if they eat unhealthy, some, like the black doesn't crack as much as other people possibly at times. Like my ex was the same age as me, but because he was, you know, not black, he looked like 10, 10 years older than me. People would always say that. They're like, oh yeah, you're dating an older dude or you're married to an older dude. I'm like, no. He's literally like a few years older than me. Sorry, like a year, he was like a year difference. Of, I think he's like one year older than me. You heard about that? Yeah. Your ex was abusive. Yes, he was very abusive. Multiple ways. But it's all good. I learned a lot. And very racist. He was super racist. His mom is too. Nikonia says, what you are eating looks so good. I'm trying to eat healthy. It's not going so good. Any tips? Take your time. Learn. Um... Yeah, learn. 
Whew. Like learn different foods. Hold on. Somebody said Midnight Angels says when you said you're very racist, you lost me. What are you talking about, Midnight Angels? I said he's very racist. My ex was. And I don't care if I lost you. Get lost. Bye, Midnight Angels. Go get lost somewhere. Talking about I lost you. Nobody was trying to find you, girl. Um. All right. But yeah, try to, um, try to add different things to your diet and, not, and don't think about as much of like losing things from your diet when it comes to trying to eat healthy. Like to see if you can add new foods, new foods over time, you know? NJ Bird says, I've never heard of amaranth. Can you explain? Um, amaranth is an ancient grain. It's delicious. It's like the texture of grits in a way and a mixture between grits and quinoa, but it has a, a very digestible. Very digestible, and um, you can also eat the amaranth greens. It's greens as well. From so, you can do the seeds or the actual greens. Mike says, "Wow." Mm -hmm. And Jay Bird said, "Learning so much, you know." Okay, Midnight Angels, I gave you a chance to. Explain yourself. You're being blocked right now. Goodbye. You're muted. <clears throat> Mike says, what is the brown thing? The brown thing look like chicken. That's uh, burrow bananas. It's not chicken at all. It's burrow bananas. Ooh, I'm spiced out, you guys. So good. If I, sold this, if I sold this at a restaurant, it would probably be 25 bucks or something. Or more. But I don't want to do, I don't want to open a restaurant though. I'd rather do like major cookbooks. So people, people can eat everywhere. I'd rather do videos and cookbooks and cooking series. Like I don't want to do a restaurant. There's too many legal things about that. People ask me to do it all the time. I've had investors come and tell me they'll, they'll invest money in my restaurant, but I just, it's too, it's too sketchy. The restaurant industry is very sketchy. Where do you get those small tomatoes? They're cherry tomatoes. You can get cherry tomatoes at any grocery store. Not any of them, but a lot of them you can. Get organic ones if you can. Sharky says, this is your only meal of the day? Yes. I ate a big meal. I digested through the day. I have teas. I, have, um, I used to have smoothies. But now that I'm like cutting off of, um, cutting off with sweets for a little while so I can cleanse my blood out, I do not have smoothies anymore. Just for a moment. But the second that this fast is over, I'm going right back to my smoothies. Right back.
Mike says, so if I buy healthy stuff, it would be more expensive in Whole Foods than for Food for Less. Um, yeah, Food for Less is way more affordable, but it's way more ghetto too. I like the experience of Whole Foods. There's dignified people there. And I mean, some, some things, because since Amazon bought Whole Foods, it's a little bit more affordable than it used to be. Because I used to be there at Whole Foods before, the, before they were purchased or acquired by Amazon. And it was a lot more extravagant prices, for sure. So they found a way to level things out and they give you the Prime discount. I'm Amazon Prime, so I benefit from that. But they don't have certain foods I like to eat, like bro bananas. They don't have them. So, and key limes, they don't sell key limes. So weird they don't. But, you know, it's not as whole food as you think it is, unfortunately. I wish they did it. If Whole Foods had everything, I would only shop there. I don't care if it costs more, I would just shop there only. Um, just gonna have it. Sharky said, how long is the fast? Um, three months. Three months. I'm going to October 1st. That's my goal. But I'm already missing my smoothies. I love smoothies so much, so I'm like having a hard time with that. And fruit. I love my, eating my fruit. Alright. The main subject of this whole podcast was um, validation. And as you saw, how I block people through this whole podcast or how I end this real about not needing validation from anyone, I don't. Um, I hope that you find a way to find out internally what validation do you desire that's blocking you from doing what you love to do and what you want to do in your life. And I hope that you can dive inside yourself and dismantle that requirement for validation so that you can be free. And that doesn't mean attacking the person who you require validation from, from because it's your, it's your um, decision, your choice to ask for validation from that person or to want that from that person. It's not their fault that you want it from them. You maybe you can shut it off. You can shut off your desire or need for that. And then, you know, move accordingly. But don't demonize the person who you've, you know, wanted or required validation from because that's just going to create more pain for you. More resentment. And on another, on another episode, we'll chat about the dangers of resentment. The toxicity of resentment. That's a big deal. Whether you're resenting a whether you're resenting a person, a concept, idea, 
a thing, a place. It's a poisonous experience. Resentment is a poisonous emotion. So we're going to discuss that too in a future episode. So, all right, Walkers and Mercuryans, I'm finishing my food. It was delicious. I'm scraping the plate. It was so good. Getting all that good key lime and sauces off. Mm, so good. So, thank you for joining in today. Link in the bio for all things Rock Mercury. Rockmercury.com. Got the podcast out there if you want to support the podcast on all platform podcast platforms. Please check it out. Please leave a good rating if you want to. If you're gonna leave a bad rating, then don't do that. Um, just don't even go to it. <laughs> but leave a good rating, and I'm sure the haters are gonna go there right now. Like he said, don't leave a bad rating. I'm gonna go leave a bad rating now. You know, whatever they can go suck it, but. Um, if you care, go be a good one and outplay the haters. Outspeak the haters. So thank you so much, you guys. Rock on, Mercuryans. I'm going to get ready for my beach walk. I'm going to do some work first and then get ready to hit the, hit the oceans to go look at them and have a beautiful moment in the sunlight with my shea butter. Um, but hope you have a great one. Talk to you all soon. Rock on, Mercuryans. Link in the bio. Bio. Don't seek validation.